Welcome to another uh, Geek Domination E3 coverage. Onslaught. It's E3 Onslaught. Zane. E3 Onslaught. Thank God. you. Thank you. Sony time. Sony. I know we're, we're a day late at this point, but we're trying to balance life around this. And coverage and processing everything. Because, I mean, Ubisoft drowned you guys until like 9, 10 o'clock last night. Yeah, I started Sony at 10 p.m. last night. Yeah. No... 10 30 it was like 10 30 yeah i don't really go to sleep till almost 12 30 yeah o'clock, regardless i watched that one live it was uh, so yeah so okay i guess let's get that out of the way sony had the top uh presentation i will, agree I will that. say that presentation they are definitely the top um they definitely know how to set up a show and make you want to keep watching absolutely from like right away like the real cool thing they did there there was a live orchestra they for, played for during reasons. everything they did except for one thing, the the the, the one that were like, I don't know what this oh, is. Oh, okay, that was I the only one because they, they didn't play during that. That one, the the track listing showed up in the corner. That's right. Very so, very true. Yeah. Um. So let's jump right into it. Um. The sad thing about well, not really the sad thing about Sony is like so much of this has been rumored for a while. Yeah. And now we're just getting confirmation of everything pretty much. I wonder, now that I'm thinking about it more, uh, I wonder if that's a kind of any con- connection with, like, you remember the Sony leaks that happened, like, two years ago? When we got a bunch of details about the films and everything? Like, Maybe. it's all the same company. Like, But you'd think feels... we would have seen, like, more stuff from last year then. And I feel yeah. like nothing, like, you looked at like, I just wonder Horizon. if there's a security issue or something. Because, like you said, a lot of it did leak in some capacity in the, come, the weeks leading up. I mean, it's like, God, like, so first thing it showed off, God of War 4. Or they're just calling it God of War, which is it's just God of War. silly to me. That seems to be the trend, though. After you do a set of trilogies just to rename it the first, like, Ooh. Prey. Remember Prey? Yeah. It's a weird sequel reimagining. This is a sequel reimagining, technically. Because it's, it's it's technically just more of a it's just it seems like it's a, like a couple hundred years difference. It feels that way. Yeah. Uh, Kratos looks old as fuck by comparison. <laughs> everyone's also, just, it's Kratos. Every, everyone's just like beard. I didn't know I needed a bearded Kratos in my life. <laughs> yeah. No, that's accurate. Um, on second viewing, I was able to actually like really pay attention to the subtle details. What's cool is like he has like the Omega ring hanging out on his back. Like a little tiny metal, just Omega symbol hanging on his back, like on the fur that he's wearing. Interesting. Like it definitely plays nods with that kind of stuff. Um, When I was really paying attention during the moments when he was, so so the whole premise of the 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 God of War presentation was like he's talking to his son, who's probably like nine now, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, The mom's dead. That's easily assumable, by the way, that they've talked in this. So, like, he's like, take your mother's knife. It's yours now. She taught you to hunt, right? Find me a deer because I'm hungry. And basically, like, he's just prefacing it in a way that's like, I want to verify that you've been taught how to actually do things. Um, and then he gets right into it. Like, you start following him. And it's like you were commenting on the, the less cinematic camera angle. But it's in the like same way, it's hard third person now. Which I'm not necessarily against if I'm they are either. taking this just, new angle. With it, it was just starking yeah since where it's yeah. like god of war has always had like it, a camera pulled out it's an incredibly and... cinematic and i know like it still might be very cinematic from this trailer, in a way this feels person. more personal mm-hmm. in a way which is, is so interesting it's also funny to me because you know you look at sony and you have you know like uncharted and then you have you know like god of war and a couple other sh- games that they showed off this and it was like wow you guys just love like this specific third person camera angle. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the over the shoulder i mean i'll say this like 
Xbox does too with a lot of their games that aren't a Halo. Let's like to be specific, exclude Halo and everything is in yeah, that position. Gears, uh, Gears is the, the biggest one that popped in my mind, but there's a few that I know that are out there. I feel like parts of Fable have done that when you get into like the cinematic sequences. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but you get into this and you get along. Um, what's interesting is like the moment he find his son finds tracks of the deer. It, it pops up with plus 15 on tracking skill. There's tracking. I saw a thing later on there. Archery. Archery. Because you're teaching him not arch. Um, what's interesting is like some enemies show up and they look like Viking skeleton demons um, with like glowing orange centers. And By then, the way, yeah, we are we are officially going to Norse. Yeah, it's Norse. So. It's, it's straight it's, up. It's, That's why beard. That's why beard. beard. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has a sweet war axe kind of hearkening back to the fact that he's always used like sword axe weapons. And this axe... Uh, it has a broad side, obviously, and then like a very slim side. It's very much like a true like hatchet shape, and it's got like Norse runes on it that then, when charged up, are white. And when he throws it at enemies, they just turn into solid ice. Life axe. Yeah. And then his his bow and arrow is, is more like electricity. It shoots lightning. Um, lightning. So here are my questions. Yep. One, like, how much are we going to like experience Kratos from the like the last games in the sense where like. How much are we going to see Kratos kind of like explaining or going through the original trilogy? How much does he remember? Does he remember all of right, it? Has it been such right. a long time he doesn't remember anything? Well, and what's interesting is like I was this is something I was touching on before was um they definitely are, are making it clear that this is the same character because yes. Like when you start to get angry at your son because he failed to catch the deer, I saw in the corner the uh, Spartan rage meter start to climb and then fall back down as he calmed himself down. <laughs> and it was like one of those subtle moments where it's like, yeah, he that would make sense. Um, and as you go through, you fight a troll and you actually get to see him use it. And it says, you know, Spartan rage activate or something like that. And yeah. you activate it and you shove a troll it's off. It's the, the same same Spartan rage from the, the yeah previous yeah. It's just turning bright red. Um, but what that kind of is telling me too is you're playing around with this mechanic still in this modern like new modern kind of take on it and what was interesting to me is the no the amount of detail on maintaining that like i'm helping my son learn how to be a warrior and then like that final statement he has on the cliff edge with him of like it's a new beginning like it feels like you may wind up at one point having you know with your i feel like what this is going to be is it's going to be split into like one or two or three acts and let's say it's two. It's more around the middle. It's going to switch, and you're going to be the adult version of your son. Yeah, a lot of people isn't speculating that. Um, in an alter, in, in three, if it's in three acts, somewhere in there, there's going to be his son discovering why he has abilities that he doesn't understand because his father is who he is. Also, I, I kind of feel like we're going to see. There. I think eventually we will see the chains of Olympus, but them being such an iconic weapon yeah i I would agree i would actually agree yeah you're probably gonna find them like in your hut somewhere as an adult and be like what are these and your dad's gonna be like don't touch those maybe it's gonna be interesting um we saw a trailer um didn't get a release date or anything again that's we might get it later down because i do remember like last year and how you've been kind Mm -hmm. of thinking this too like the actual e3 event sony talked about a lot of stuff outside of the conference is like alluding to everything so yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens i'm, I'm very excited um, i i need yeah. to finish i've only um i've played one completely yep. multiple multiple times i played the psp first one ghosts of sparta no, no that was the second one it's something like that though it's I'm just yeah look. 
Um, I've played like half of the second one, and I pretty much know the story of the third one. I'm right there with you. Like, I never got to play the third one. I played almost the entire second one. Chains of Olympus. That's the one. Yep. I played Chains of Olympus on my brother's PSP. Beat the first one. Yeah, it's been a good franchise. Like, it's got you know people are saying they're tired of it in some some circles and in others they're just like oh i'd be okay with seeing like some more ridiculous shit as long as they take it ridiculous but it sounds like they're taking it much more somber and it's, emotionally it's driven it's hard to say from the, the trailer and everything yeah. too because it does seem a little bit more tame but again with what you were saying about like the spartan rage thing like maybe once you know eventually maybe the, the spartan rage does take over kratos again and then yeah. just, things just go batshit crazy or uh, well in, in addition like maybe they are just taking it from this like we've grown up mentality of like it's time to take this in a much more serious direction because it's not just him being like oh let's rip apart gorgons if you and they could have that attitude of like if you want to join us or want to play a play those go play those games you know whatever but i mean like yeah it's hard to say like oh they've grown up because like obviously god of war has been like one of the most mature in this insane well it's it, the, the different the disparity between mature is like graphic it's graphic very it's not necessarily mature because it's got a lot of camp to it it does have a lot of camp but it's just like a lot of the themes are also very mature as well yeah well yeah it's just one of those things where it's like yeah there's some mature themes but it was never like a true drama to me no it came off much more like i'm the god of war and i'm fighting you well i know again like i know i'm sorry i I know we just said this but did you say you played two yeah okay so like the story of two is is yeah fairly dramatic in comparison to the rest of the series i would agree like one and three definitely were a little bit more departures from that three is just let's kill everyone let's kill everyone because reasons but that's what sold the game so no yeah no yeah but but yeah i I always go back to like the 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 most tongue-in-cheek thing that happened in that series when the first one when you could increase your health pool by having a threesome and it's like like real life same yeah yeah um (laughs) it's just one of those things where like this game i don't think would ever have that i think it might have something in a sexual connotation but i don't see it ever having like a threesome mini game to get a health pool we'll see like that's just more it's hard to say it is hard to say um moving forward though, i think this won't i think we'll get more at this at next e3 yes i don't see this coming out um until holiday next year you know um it's I'll, I'll put it this way it's a very long drive my you know a far chance from it happening but it might also appear at the playstation expo in december if there is going to be one you know if if they do and i wouldn't be surprised yeah so i'll put it that I way i think this this is going to be huge for them yeah um then we went into last guardian got another trailer there's more than one bat or bird dog griffin thing yeah um they we still have no idea what's going on in this game. it's coming out in october and it's coming out in october October 26th, to be exact. And I'm like... I just remember... Oh, I'm sorry, 25th. And I'll be honest. We didn't know anything about Ico, really, when it came out. Or... Uh, I mean, Shadow of the Colossus, we saw gameplay, but we didn't fucking get the story. I mean, we've, we've seen gameplay, too. And yeah. I'm just like... That's it's just a, it. It's, it's like, a puzzle with your giant baby griffin... Bird, bird dog. Thing. Bird cat dog. With feathers. Yeah. Um, Creature. Philip. So, yeah. Exactly. So, it's just one of those things where it's like, just like Shadow of the Colossus, you're like, I know the gameplay, but I have no fucking clue what the hell's going on. And with those games, I've played Ico and I've played Shadow of the Colossus. I still barely... Like, Shadow of the Colossus was a little bit more clear, but Ico, you're like, what the fuck? I've never fuck played is- Ico. I've played Shadow. Though. Yeah. What the hell's going on? So, it's um, the same concept. I'm interested. I'm. It's hard for me. I might get it at launch. We'll see. I might do a rental or something. Yeah, that might be the right place. Just again, with going back to with, with time and everything. Like, yeah. I'm so interested in this game, but it's also... I'm I don't know enough but at the same time like the mystery is kind of one of the selling points yeah it's hard I to mean, say it, it, so. yeah 
I, I don't know. I'm Maybe not necessarily I'll, sold, but I'm definitely on like I'll might rent it. I'll, I'll probably I'll, I'll probably weekend. get it at some point. I might just wait to see how critics I mean, and fans react to it. Depending, I mean, we got Ico and Last or uh, Shadow of the Colossus both on PlayStation Plus like a year and a half after two years after Shadow of the Colossus came out on PS3. So it was like, got to play both those for free. So. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. It looks incredible. It game looks so good. I'll say this. This year's demo looked a little bit less polished and clean than last year's in certain regards, like with the hair mechanics and stuff. Like, I was like, why does it look so chunky? Like, just everything chunking together. It just didn't have a very natural look to it. But yeah. then again, that's nitpicking. Yeah. It does still look incredible. The combat looks amazing. Yeah. This the weird, like, fun as hell. we're going after these robot monsters uh, because like we need to get stuff to survive, but then like some of them are like contaminated with something like uh, like a virus or something like that. I, I'm assuming it's a virus. Yeah, the way she said it was like it's contaminated, and then like that was the one you had to drop to make sure you survived. It was very intriguing. I'm curious to see because like like they said in, you know a little bit in the preface and the trailer was like she is the only person in her society that wants to know more, and she's kind of ousted for it. Like yeah. get out of here. We don't want your kind around here. Yeah, I'm so excited for this game. It, it I'm going to get it launched, and I'm going to play the shit out of it. Yeah, it looks February good. something, 2017. I don't remember the exact date. I'll pull it yeah, up. Like 25th or something. I don't remember. early. Zero, uh, I don't remember now. Uh, February 28th. 28th. Yeah. Pretty great. Pretty, pretty not bad. We saw a sweet game that looks a lot like uh, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain on steroids, and there's robots. Detroit became or become, become human. human. Which becomes human. Be- is it becomes? Becomes human. As? Yeah. Detroit becomes human. Yeah. It, it's. it. What's weird is I feel like we got the entirety, at least of that sto- that mission. But what's weird is it feels like the game is so big that that might just be it. Is that that moment at the end is the true end of the game. And, but then they reiterated through like multiple scenes that there's a lot of ways that can play out. Like 16 different ways that can play out. Because they showed off like. Eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's interesting. You're an android. You're an android. You're stopping another android who has a little girl. Humans. I don't know. And you're trying to help him. Well, you're just basically trying to make it play out in the best way possible. But that best way could be any way that you succeed and not have the girl die. But or I mean, for some of you, I mean, that might just be letting the girl die. Like it's just one of those things where it's very psychological and introspective on yourself in a way. It looks cool. Blue blood, lots blue of blood, blue, lots blood. Of blue blood. I know, I'm interested. I want to see more though. Me too. And then we got. I know this was the highlight of a lot for a this lot is of really people. cool. The really I forgot. Cool. Like I actually had seen the leak before I'd seen it. You're right. And I, then yeah. I was like watching through, and I was like, oh, he's just sneaking, and I was like. I'm gonna. I'm, I was just waiting for just a jump scare the entire time. Yep, it never came. And never then I was like, came. oh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Yep, is coming. Fun fact that I told Cody: Biohazard is what all final or all uh, Resident Evil games are known as in Japan. That's the real name in Japan. So it's just like a nice nod that like here we are in the seventh game and we're getting this. It looks a lot like Silent Hill to mm-hmm. me, which is the weird thing. It looks really grimy and first persony and like creepy as shit um in a way it feels a lot similar similarities to like four for me um which was the big shakeup for them at the time like four was what changed it to a over the shoulder shooter yep yeah um there's demo available now 
I oh, haven't yeah. played it yet. I want to, though. Probably download and that, too. And then the um, game's coming out January 24th of 2017. Yep. And will be fully playable in VR. They showed off a lot of really cool VR things. That's where they kicked off the VR kind of yep. and tirade. Started throwing VR stuff at us. But the first being um, the release date for PSVR, which is October 13th. Yep. Clocking in at $400. Cheapest VR you can get. It's another console. Without doing the weird cell phone thing that you can do with a where they where you get like the cardboard and you set it up and use your cell phone as a VR system. Oculus has that as like a free thing to try out if you're curious about. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um and another big thing was there's going to be 50 games in between launch and the end of the year. Yeah. I mean a lot of them are going to be garbage. I don't know if I mean I talked shit a lot of shit on the Ubisoft piece about the birds. Sorry about that. Screaming children. Anyway, yeah. No, yeah, so there was that game that was shown off by Ubisoft that was, like, screaming, or the, the birds. Those Eagle like, Flight looks cool. Like, it, it looks silly cool. But. I looked at it and immediately was like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> That's like every VR game, though. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of throwing up. I so mean, who is? I just, I'll say it like this. I've kind of consistently been on the reserved, skeptical train for VR. I feel like it's kind of right up there with, I, it's it's a little better, more legitimate, but it's still kind of on the same gimmicky wavelength as all the 3D stuff a few years ago. I mean, a lot of these games are going to boil down to still having a controller in your hand while you have your VR headset on. And it's just like you're going to be sitting there moving through a game that's on your face. I'll say it like this. My dad, when he hit like 40-something, could no longer play first-person games whatsoever. Like his vertigo would kick in and he'd feel sick to his stomach. So... Yeah. Knowing that that's somewhere in my gene pool, I'm not looking forward to VR because I can handle first person, but throw me in first person in a headset, and I don't know if I'll be able to handle yeah, it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. They shut off, like, I don't think we need to go into in depth no. with any of these games, but they shut off Farpoint, which is this really it, weird space shooter planet and thing. Exploration thing. Yeah. Um, showing off Battlefront, X Wing VR mission, which mm -hmm. is cool. Yeah. Like, yep. I'm curious to see how that all boils down. And then we're getting Batman Arkham VR. Which I'm kind of excited for. Yeah. I think that one will be cool because uh, detective mode. Yeah, detective mode will be very cool for that. And then we're getting um, Final Fantasy 15 VR, which you get to play as Prompto. And it looks like this really weird Campy shooting first game. shooter on rails, maybe. Why? Because hype. Because hype. But why? <laughs> Whatever. I. I that one looks okay to me because I'm a big fan of like Time Crisis, yeah. and it feels like Final Fantasy Time Crisis. So, yeah, whatever. It's it's weird. There's those those slew of games coming. Um, Again, I wouldn't be surprised if they paired in the Final Fantasy VR experience to like for those of you who already own Final Fantasy 15, you'll get a free copy probably, of this VR. Probably. Yeah, or it'll be like discounted or something. Yeah, it's it's cool, and I I like the whole. There's gonna be 50 games. From launch until the end of the year, that's that's huge. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's a huge selling point. Yep, most affordable VR system and fifty titles to play on that. It makes within it within two months. Yeah, makes it totally viable. Um, and then I was honestly surprised. Um, I don't know how it's gonna play out. Like I'm still kind of on the skeptical side, but out of all the Call of Duty's that have come down the slate over the years, this is the first one that I've actually truly looked at and been like, okay. I'm pretty curious of you now. Like before, it's been like, eh, I'll check it out. Maybe we'll see what happens. This one, I'm like, okay, I'm actually intrigued. You're actually trying stuff now. You are trying stuff, and 
I don't know. I just have the the mentality at this point where it's just like, you know what? Like every single year, we go through this. No, we do. Where we see a new trailer, and the most of the general public is, "Oh my God, they're changing everything!" And then the game comes out, and then all I hear is it's more of the same. Yeah, I mean, I was one that was like kind of obstinate about Black Ops because Black Ops is different. It feels more like a squad shooter than it does a standard Call of Duty release. I was one of those people that when Advanced Warfare was shown off was like, oh, this looks interesting and different, and then hated the gameplay the moment I played it, and that's why I never bought it. Like, there's my skepticism in play. It's like, let me find someone that I know is buying this thing, and let me run through it real quick and see what I like. But ostensibly speaking, it sounds like this one's going to be nonlinear, um, which means, you know, a mission isn't going to be sequential. It's It looks like a galaxy map almost from, like, Mass Effect, uh, yeah. but stripped way the fuck down. <laughs> um, it was kind of cool. They did a freighter mission where it started out and you were dogfighting, and it seemed like more one of those things where it's like at, when X number of enemies are killed in this dogfight sequence, you will automatically kind of meander towards like, the It's objective-based in the sense where it's, like, gated by objectives. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you're just, like, infiltrating, like, through, like, the command center, which was really Well, and, and right before that, when you're outside the ship on like just your your body outside the ship was cool because what was neat was in ghost there was a combat sequence in space that was awful because it was just the water mission without the water effects essentially is what it felt like (laughs) uh looking at this ostensibly obviously i would need to experience it firsthand but it feels like they probably tweaked and messed with the physics for space to actually make it feel like space space um grapple combat looks fun it looks cool i liked my favorite moment and i have to i just have to shout out was grappling a dude close to him and ripping his mask off and kicking away as he just suffocated death in space i was like okay like i'm i like that um yeah there was some play with that stuff like he stepped a grenade some dude and kicked him away the the homing rocket was kind of cool homing rocket grenade like that's cool yeah neat i liked the anti-grav grenade once you're inside like shit like that's just like oh you're actually thinking kind of outside of the box on this one rather than just like oh what does it do oh it homes in on a guy once you throw it like when you're in space, it's like, oh, I get why you would need to do that rather than like, oh, I'm on Earth. Why the fuck do I I'll store grenades? And then we're just going to be like, the, it's going to be like, oh, homing grenades and PvP. Nah, this is shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. I'm curious to see what kind of, because like they've done a really good job with specialists and making like counters to things like that. Uh-huh. I'm curious to see what they do with it. Really cool. Um, and then they showed off another show from Modern Warfare. And it know, looks nice. I know a lot of people are excited for it. Um, the neat thing, too, is that when you pre order, uh, at least PS4, obviously, because it's being shown at Sony. Um, you'll get the campaign a whole month before the release of the game. Correct. I think that might be just with Sony. It is. So it's because the the month that's the that's gonna kicking off the whole month early deal for this Call of Duty. Oh, and I guess uh, Call of Duty Experience is back or something like that, which mm. is something from previous titles. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And then we got probably <laughs> this is I think sadly and not really like sadly, no. but like this is the thing that was I was the happiest about. Um, we got confirmation. My second happiest thing. Confirmation that the original Crash Bandicoot trilogy is being remade yep. and remastered. One, two, and warped. One, two, and warped, and remade and remastered, coming to PS4. Yep. That and that's all we got. Yeah. And no date. Like, yes. Nothing like that. There was also the confirmation that uh, Crash will appear first on Skylanders uh, before the other consoles, which is coming out, and I believe the new expansion comes out in October, November. I One think, of those I think two. You're I right. That's right. Yeah. Date for that. Um, and the other cool thing about the new Skylanders is you can, like, make your own Skylanders now, which is... Something people have been wanting, so... Which is cool. Cool. But no, I'm just... I'm very excited for a new Crash. My childhood was trapped. Well, I mean, too. it's it's just like everything else. It seems like they have a trend with these platformers. For, I mean, probably next up is Jack and Daxter. 
Like, I wouldn't be surprised because we've got Ratchet and Clank. Now we're doing Crash. Because mm, um, uh, Sly is still alive. Yeah, Sly is flat out still alive. Jack and Daxter ended. That's the only reason why I'm like, maybe they'll do a full up res. Because we had the trilogy and then we yeah. had the fourth game which was we had the jack racing and then we had the fourth game and it was, was shit it was yeah it was not as good um jack precursor legacy oh yeah that's what it was who made this no precursor legacy was what the original game was called um jack four i don't remember what it was called google work faster jack and daxter jack two jack it was on the PSP originally. Three. Okay, that's yeah. Um, that's and then it got ported it. to PS2. Jack and Daxter: Lost Frontier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's real bad. Um, I think it. I mean, considering that was PS2, I'm. I could safely say that's a dead series. Yeah. Um, if you do a reboot of the original trilogy and then announce that you're working on a new one in that universe, I'm not opposed. <laughs> but I kind of feel like that would be the next thing to come around the the, the bend in like a year or two. Well, it'll be interesting. Um, I don't think Naughty Dog owns it anymore, unfortunately. No. Um, and they're pretty much free now. That um, Uncharted, Uncharted's done. done. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited though for a new Crash. I'm really. I mean, like Crash and Jack are actually very similar series, obviously. That's, yeah. Well, and, and I would even toss in the the Ratchet. Like those three felt like they came out all at the same same period. And they all had very similar mechanics and were all proprietary of Sony. Like, that's what it felt like. I know this is jumping around. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of Ratchet, who makes Ratchet? Insomniac. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Zane. Yes. I'm stoked. Who do you like a lot? Spider-Man, man. Spooderman. 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 A new Spooderman game is being made by, by Insomniac for, for, G- for exclusively. Yep. Um, so what's cool is it looks like it takes subtle subtle nods from the new designs and stuff from the films and stuff because like i noticed the lenses were exactly like the film um the spider i'm not in love with it but i like it it's interesting the the design of it with the giant white White, it's it's a little weird it's a little bit much but at the same time it's like it's not bad yeah and i'm sure i won't be surprised if there's kind of like batman games with like the skin swapping to costumes i can't remember it's how much there was of that in in past games? Uh, a mate. Let's see. I can tell you actually. I know this. Um, Shattered Dimensions did a lot of it. Uh, each each version had four different versions. Other it costumes. It makes sense for Shattered like Dimensions. Um, um, then Edge of Time did that a lot too. Um, and then Amazing Spider-Man One did that, and I didn't touch two. Okay. Yeah. So. so we know nothing. Like we got a trailer and. It's it looks neat. Uh, so I'll it's, say this: Yuri Lowenthal does the voice. Who is that? Um, ben Ten. Is that the guy who does Ben? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, he also does a few other characters. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, the season two of Young Justice, the amphibious character that uh, like had gills and stuff and could blow it up all huge. Um, he was also voiced by him. Like, there's just, he's a, he's done a slew of characters. Um, Pulling them up real quick. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we don't really know like anything about this game. But it looks. I saw. Good. It, it looks really good. It looks like uh, it kind of has sequences that remind. Like the reason why I brought this up to you too was uh, it reminds me of the Arkham games from Rock City in a kind of weird way. In that like it looks like a defining game for Spider-Man. 
Oh man, he did Frodo in Lego Dimensions. Oh, oh shit. shit. There you go. Oh shit, what up? I mean he did male corn and Fire Emblem Fates. There so you go. that's pretty cool. Um He's got a long IMDB in on it. It's that. like five hundred things. Yeah. I'm trying to find anything like super big though. He was in Dying Light. Um, Game wise, he's never really been big. I know he's bigger in animation. He's he was in Warlords of Draenor, but it doesn't say what. It probably varies voices. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of like humans mm-hmm. or this. Yeah, or this. But he did do the voice for uh, Spider-Man Unlimited as well, according to IMVD. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to think of what Unlimited was all of a sudden. He was in Bioshock. He was in The Last of Us. A lot of yeah, that's just a lot of additional voices. But I mean, he's he's obviously in the industry. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I remember him most in those kind of roles and the superhero roles too over the years. I mean, Ben Ten's the biggest one because he did that character in everything except for the initial Ben Ten series yep. when he was ten. And he's still doing it. Yep. So, um, but yeah, yeah. New uh, Spider Man and, and combat Tom looks interesting. Uh, from what we've seen, it looks very, you know, typical of Spider-Man. Lots of web using and swinging people around. And web swinging looks pretty active. The one thing that you like that I noticed is it does kind of look like they took notes from uh, Treyarch Spider-Man games as well as the Beanox ones. Um, there's some cool stuff where like you can get into like restaurants and stuff uh-huh. to chase people, and then just shatter a window to like cut a corner to chase down an armored car. Like it seems like they're very much making New York much more of a living city than just like this place that you swing around the buildings to and hope deliver it. pizzas. Yeah. Those fucking games, man. <laughs> I loved like, I love Spider-Man one... two, but yeah, yeah. It just, Spider-Man two was it just so died good. on me all the time. It was great. The best was ultimate Spider-Man with yeah, the self I wish I would have played some more of them. Maybe I'll undo that. I have the GameCube copy. If you want that, my Wii's broken. It just doesn't like start anymore. Unfortunately. Okay. And we got a short trailer for Lego force awakens, which, you know, it's, the the big selling point for that was it's coming in two weeks and there's demo available now. Yep. Um, I, I surmise that you know they obviously have some contracts with Warner Brothers because they got like Mortal Kombat shown off a year ago. They've got Arkham VR that's exclusive right now. Like they've got stuff from Warner Brother Games that's very that. Speaking of Warner so. Brothers, I was surprised to not see anything from Injustice during the actual conference. Yeah, well, I mean, they did show off a lot in the days before. Kind of like the Destiny stuff. Like, we didn't see any of that because they got that out of the way I earlier mean, that week. Like, all we got was really just the announce. Well, it wasn't – didn't they announce it because of a leak pretty much, I feel like? No, uh, that was the plan because um, – I know they were teasing it. Well, the announcement trailer was supposed to, was meant to drop that day that they had it dropped, and then they were, there, there was that big tournament that happened on Friday. Oh, okay. And the whole thing was we're going to show off the gameplay trailer at the end of the tournament. And they did so, and then the next day, two days later, was the Sony conference. So it yeah, was like, um, I, I surmise that I haven't checked, but I am pretty sure Mortal Kombat or not Mortal Injustice Two is showing itself off at the Sony tent. Probably. So, so we'll see. Okay, Kojima's is back. Oh my God. It was a real good time. That trailer is amazing. I don't understand what this trailer I have no is. Idea. Fuck it is. <laughs> so let's just get out of this way. So it was a really cool moment. Because you have Kojima being introduced. Okay, okay let's, let's backtrack uh, one more step. So the guy that was presenting during the whole show, uh, Sean Layton, really, really, he's kind of the guy that's kind of presenting the last two years. He's very well, well-spoken well and, and really mild-mannered. He's a experience, too. Um, I like him. He walks out, and he's like, now I'm going to bring out someone that everyone will love. And then Andrew House's only appearance this entire conference, he walks out on stage. And what's funny is I noticed that the type, the typing for his name put Andy House. And I was like, 
He just said it was Andrew House. I didn't. I, I think there's a disconnect here between who's presenting uh, in terms of like who's writing down that stuff. But then he walks out and he's like, "It's my great honor to present to you someone else who's amazing." And then he walks <laughs> off. A curtain comes up. Kojima starts walking down the, He's the on a light bridge screen thing. What's interesting too is the animation for the light bridge that's activating was slower than him. It was. He was walking over <laughs> the bridge of a while. I was like, Kojima, why? You're on you're on, you're not ruin, on nothing. You're ruining the moment. Um what's even funnier too about it to me was that on the screen behind him was the Kojima Productions logo on a black face with the white type. And then as he hits the bottom of the stage, a white flag with black type drops in front of it <laughs> with the same Kojima Productions. It was so silly. But I, um, I love Kojima so much because he's just like, hello, four, I'm back. Four sentences. Four sentences. <laughs> hello, I'm back. It is my great honor to present to you what we were working on. Please enjoy. And then he walked off stage and the trailer went. And then that was the end of Kojima Productions. I don't... I need to rewatch this trailer. It's okay. So, so the game is called Death Stranding. Stranding. Yep. Um, okay. It starts off with like black sand beaches, um, with a bunch of uh, handprints, like human handprints being like pressed into the the, and the sand, and it's like filling up with water, like black like, water. It's like a, more like an ink. It looks like an ink, but it's. I think the insinuation is black water because black uh-huh. sand. But um, moving towards a body, that body turns out to be Norman Reedus naked with a digital handcuff thing on his wrist and then like a black cable connecting to a baby in like an infant like a few feet from him he stands up and he turns out to be naked you don't see much apart from his ass for a second ass 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 and then he holds the baby and holds the baby really close to his chest and then suddenly the baby just vanishes and he's got black inky goo all over his hands yeah, and then baby, baby handprints start going all over his body mind you both him and the baby already have markings of what look like hands were already all over them but dust got in there somehow so it just looks like clean handprints on dusty body and then like, he stands up and it looks like his like his, he got he had he had a cross shape incision scar. C incision? I don't know. Well, because it's, it's definitely just a cross. Yeah. And he's it's you can't see a, a belt or a belly button anymore, so like it's got some like connotation with that. It feels oh, I like. I didn't notice that. Um, because the scar removed the, the 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 belly button. That's the interesting part. And then like it backs away, and you just see all these like whales and ocean life just beached and, like, and dead, flo- floating things. And oh, I forgot. Throughout the beginning of it, we saw just a slew of dead crabs. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, we hear some weird uh, alt rock thing techno playing throughout the entire song which was neat it was probably the weirdest trailer i've ever seen yeah and then the final thing you see is five very obvious like almost like sarcophagi looking figures because they're not like outstretched in any way it's just like sticks but you can tell their bodies kind of way off in the distance and then like as the trailer starts to end they start always start moving towards and then death stranding and that was it oh i also need to note that uh I think it's important because it feels like every like just like everything Kojima production stuff that or Kojima does every tiny little piece is important. He was also wearing a necklace that had five silver uh little like rectangles hanging That's from right. it. And it feels like the game is just centered around the idea of five because I keep saying you know, five five fingered hands everywhere, the five, five things, figures, the five floating things. It feels like just five thousand five is crabs. somewhere. Yeah, it's just it's weird. 
Um, I've never been so more confused on a and game. And more ready board. to buy a game that I have no idea what, what <laughs> I don't it is. know if I'm ready to buy it or not yet. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like my biggest takeaway was like, I have no clue what the fuck this is, but I'm willing to give you money, I think. Because it's Kojima. So... Okay. I was, yeah. That I... was the thing. Um, people are saying like, don't expect this game until like 2018. And I agree. It, if this is all we're getting right now. Well, we're definitely not going to see it for a while. No. Um, I will say I'm happy to see Norman Reedus, um, especially after the fallout of PT and Silent Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of disappointing that Guillermo del Toro is not involved, but it, I, that's what kind of tells me it's not going to be a straight-up horror game. Right. But it does feel like there's going to be a suspense thriller going on because it feels like a giant mystery is happening oh, in yeah. front of our eyes. So like that's where I'm like, okay, it's a sus- suspenseful mystery with some weird-ass fucking shit and some paranormal shit going Probably, on. And, there's aliens some sort of experimentation or something yeah and babies handprints i've never been so if i had to make a total guess based on the art of all this norman reedus is part or his character is a part of some sort of experiment caused by aliens or some sort of alien government thing because i mean handcuffs are usually a terrestrial kind of based object but then we see aliens in the sky the baby was him and then he was experimented on, and that's why he's missing the. There he has the incision where the umbilical cord would have attached, and so he like the whole like imagery is that he's seeing a bunch of stuff that's re- uh, resembling and uh, uh, symbolically of his life, and that like once he stands up, that, that's basically my best guess based on the art presented to me. <laughs> but again, I art's in the eye of the beholder, so I'm just assuming a lot of stuff based on what I'm shown. I need to rewatch that trailer. Um, it's, it, it looks cool, but it's just like we know nothing. I'm. I think I'm ready for it. Let me put it that way. I think I'm prepared for it's this. Like I know nothing about this game, and it's like the thing I'm most excited about. I think. Yeah. I mean, in a way, like the way Horizon just blew, blew my mind last summer. Like uh-huh. this is the one that blew my mind this year. Like just made me go. Ah, I've been. I do want a good like psychological thriller yeah. thing, and this and looks. If someone can do it, it's Kojima. So yeah. the one thing I'm just concerned about is um, him moving away from Metal Gear. I, I love the campiness of metal gear yeah but i would like to see them move away from the super campiness if especially if it's going to be like what a psychological feels... thriller that this yeah like. and and yeah so i would assume based on the way this art looks that there's not really room for campiness but again it is kojima like you said so yeah i mean like you saw the trailer for metal gear solid 5 and yeah. that game shouldn't have had any campiness and it was campy you, no, as you, fuck. you're right you're right yeah, I don't know. I mean, but Metal Gear kind of craves, like in a way. I mean, it is campy as all hell. So the name I'm... Metal Gear Solid about a weapon known as Metal Gear Solid Metal is Gear. like the most campy thing you can do, straight out of like Rambo. Like, it's right there. <laughs> so weird. So, I I think I'm ready. For I, I, mean, I think I am too, but I just it's... I want to see more. We probably Me won't too. see anything until next E3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we got one last title. So they actually showed a trailer for this game. Actually, it's the second thing they did. It's yeah. called Days Gone. The trailer made me extremely excited. Yes. They close off the uh, conference with gameplay. So let's start on the trailer real quick. So it's presented like this biker, and apparently it's friend because it looks like he's riding around with some other people, um, are kind of like gangs. wandering the, the, you know, the world with their motorcycles and whatnot and which 
looks nice. It, it's really cool looking. Um, the environments look lush and everything, but it's like the world has passed him by. He's only remembering happy memories and like his There's wife's some sort gone. of apocalypse. Like. It's not very clear on any of that stuff in the trailer, but it's enough that makes you understand like these guys are pretty much alone. Which, in my mind, of course, it presented this idea of like last man, last men on Earth. Like they kind of just have to survive, almost like they're the last of them, us. Yeah, except you know, and then, then there are zombies, and then there are zombies, and then you can't help but make the comparison. Sadly, it looks so much like Last of Us. It it's does a little. It looks a little bit faster. It looks a little bit faster in terms of your character. I'll say that because the zombie, it, it feels like a cross between Last of Us and World War Z. Yeah, yeah. The the one thing that I really did like about the trailer was this like seemingly endless mob of zombies that just sort of like you. almost like ants swarming, just yep. endlessly falling over each other to fight you and stuff. Um, yeah, it looks neat. I, I I will say this: I did like the way that he stole a piece. From from that truck and used it as a silencer for his gun. I forgot about that. That was pretty neat, though. I was like, okay, this feels more practical than Last of Us. Like, Last of Us was like, oh, I need a, I found a rag. Yeah, greatest loot in the game so far. Like, oh my god. So this game feels like, well, at least it sounds practical. I'm interested, but I'm also just like, I'm done with zombies. I'm really done with zombies. Zombies are like the dumbest, easiest way to get away with throwing a bunch of ads at you. That's what I don't like about zombies at this point. It's like every game uses it as a crutch to just, what? Oh, I just want to make a, a zombie section. Like I just want to make an endless horde section. Oh, zombies. zombies! Oh, zombies! Once in a while, aliens, but same concept. Like oh, same but- goddamn thing. Like parahuman almost zombie. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. It was. It was a solid hour. Like, like hour fifteen tops. But yeah. that's because they spent a solid like ten minutes doing a long, awesome symphonic intro. <laughs> that was weird. I loved it though. It was cool. It pulled me in. It was a little bit too long. I would agree. It was just like, okay, we got music. What's the music driving towards? What's and the music stops. Oh, it got to work. Yeah, I on rewatching, I forgot that it actually had cut out completely. I was like, didn't they just drone on until the opening? No, they didn't. Which which made me more disappointed. I was like, man, I thought I could have sworn that they just let that last note hang and curtain pulls and God of War starts. Yeah, but no. Grade, sir. I'll give him an A because on second viewing, like it was less enamoring, um, and also rewatching that middle section with all the VR kind of deflated me more too. So yeah, just just an A. And I would even now that I've seen all of them bump my Bethesda to an A. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm gonna do an A minus. That's all. And again, I I would after seeing all of them, I bump Bethesda to an A as well. Um, there were so many good things, but at the same time, like I yep. was left with so many questions. Top. Two things. Top two things, Horizon and Crash. That's fair. It's uh, no question in my mind. I think I'm going to do, because I know that they're more done, Spider-Man and God of War, um, with obviously the biggest question in my mind being that death game. Death, <laughs> death Stranding. Yeah, death Stranding. Kojima. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, because I mean, I, in all reality, I don't really care about Last Guardian. Like I at its, at its deepest it's, core, I don't give a shit. Um, it's, it's it looks nice. It looks nice, but that's about it. I just don't understand um, what the game is. Horizon looks so good. The VR looks intriguing, and like we talked about, like the fifty games coming out in two months of its launch, like that's neat and all. But like I've said, I'm probably the one in the group who's least caring about VR. No, I'm, I don't really care. Okay, so it's just John Luke and Anthony. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, which I, no I, offense, like they they can love it. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna tell anyone not to play it. No. I'm gonna put it that way. So, 
that's it. Um, I don't know if we're doing anything for Nintendo. I mean, we do you want to just do a light little touch here because we're already here? Eh, we'll, we'll make it its own separate video. Uh, okay. Maybe we'll do like Nintendo and everything else. Okay. Because there's still a couple things pre-E3 that we haven't really talked about on the right. recording. You're right. But Nintendo was weird. It was they just, two things. It was two things for two hours. Well, and I knew weird, we were getting that. And I realized time. it after, because like somehow like I started the stream and I missed a few minutes of it and I didn't realize I was because I had, like, had to hide it essentially at work. Uh-huh. <laughs> Found out Direct was all of like seven minutes long. Um <laughs> It showed off the two trailers right away, and then they did the hour of of Pokemon, and then another. They took like a fifteen minute break, and then a solid hour of Zelda, and then they streamed everything for the rest of the day and kept going back and forth. And they're doing it again tomorrow at ten a.m. or no nine a.m. tomorrow. Jesus. They're starting and they're just endlessly doing it again, like another solid like ten hours okay. of streaming. Okay, it's just like okay, but we'll do something. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out everything else from E3 if you need yep. to get caught up. We Again, did. we're going to do something for Nintendo yeah. and everything else. We need to figure out when and how. But thank you guys for listening. We love you. GeekDomination.net for all the shenanigans. Absolutely. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Fucking Norman, Norman, go, go watch that trailer like six times and, and you'll still no, never know what's going on. <laughs> no. no. Uh, in, in fact, go in the comments below on our GeekDomination.net page. And tell what us, the hell the game And tell us what you took from it, because it's fucking crazy. It's, it's, it's definitely the, the standout trailer of what am I watching and what is life and yeah, yeah. maybe don't hurt me no more. Exactly. Bye. Dead on. Bye. Bye. Bye.